Hello, and welcome back to the Next Step Podcast, where we introduce new educational topics to students in high school. I'm your host, Zachariah Mesfin, and today's highly requested topic is centered around a grade 11 literary theory based off of Northrop Fry's knowledge known as story type. Some of you listening today may know what I'm talking about, and others may be confused. But by the end of this podcast, you'll all be ready to take your next step. Before we dive into today's session, it is important that I first introduce you to Nordar Fry and why he is important to today's session. Fry was an outstanding Canadian literary theorist and a critic before his death in 1991. He instated countless literary theories and was seen as the most important literary theorist of the 20th century. In fact, Fry had his own input on story types, which he referred to as the literary cycle or the form mythos. In the 11 English course, you'll be introduced to the four mythos, which classifies literature into categories depending on the contents of the story. As you will see in a short moment, what you'll know about the story types will surely change. The four story types include comedy, romance, tragedy, and satire and irony. These story types may seem pretty straightforward, that is until you interpret these words as Fry Force mythos or literary cycle. Firstly, as a student that has not been exposed to Fry's literary theory, you may believe that a literature classified as comedy refers to humor and jokes. That is simply incorrect. A comedy, in actuality, refers to a story that has an overall positive and good effect on the audience as there are only good and happy moments in the story. Additionally, anybody mentioned in the story will not die but rather have a good and happy ending. For example, two characters in love will confess their feelings to each other and end up together. Secondly. The romance story type is seen as an upgrade from the comedy story type. In romantic literature, everything that happens in a comedy will happen but to a greater extent. Using the example about lovers previously mentioned, instead of the two lovers ending up together, in romantic literature, you can expect them to get married and live together. Now, as we all know, literature will not express all stories with sunshines and rainbows. And as there is comedy and romance, which are seen as a joyful story types, they're exact opposite story types as well. Tragedy is typically perceived as the opposite of comedy in correlation with Fry's interpretation of story types. As you can expect a good and happy ending in a comedic story where nobody dies, you can be sure to expect a bad ending where everybody dies in a tragic story. A great example of this is Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. As stated earlier as an example, in a comedy, two characters could fall in love and end up together, while in a tragedy, these two lovers are certain to die, as seen in Romeo and Juliet, hence its classification as a tragedy, or they may grow old. In addition to tragedy, literature classified under satire and irony is everything and more of a tragedy, and the opposite of a romantic literature. As stated earlier in the explication of the romance story type and how it is a better version of comedy, the same applies for satire and irony in respect to tragedy. Since tragedy contains death, satire and irony contain death and aspects that are worse than death. For example, these could be loss of dignity and a loss of sense of purpose. To identify these different story types in literature, the story types are given general associations, some being cycles, that are easy to understand. 
The sun cycle, which is also known as a 24-hour cycle, represents the four mythos as comedy refers to dawn, as the sun is about to rise, which represents a new beginning. Romance refers to high noon, where sun is at its peak, which is the best time of the day. Tragedy refers to dusk, which is the transitioning to the night, and night is symbolic of bad and evil. And satire and irony refers to darkness, where darkness represents evil, mystery, and fear. If you see these classifications in literature, with this cycle, you'll be able to connect them to whichever story type it represents. In addition, there's another cycle called the life cycle, in which birth, which is seen as a new beginning or a fresh start, represents comedy. Youth and marriage, which are joyful time periods, which represents romance. Old age and death, which are known as time periods where people are not able to enjoy their lives as they used to, which represents tragedy. And finally, death and divorce, which are time periods where people suffer most, which represents satire and irony. Furthermore, the final cycle is the seasonal cycle. Spring, which represents nice weather, good times, represents comedy. Summer, which is seen as the best season, and romance is the best story type, which represents romance. Fall, which is gloomy weather, represents tragedy, which is not the worst, but not the best either. And winter, which represents cold and harsh time periods, which is fully representative of satire and irony. The seasons represent their stories well with how society interprets them. Finally, a simple way to know the difference between the four mythos is by dividing them into two parts, in which comedy and romance are on the same side, and tragedy, satire, and irony on the other side. By doing so, you can classify comedy and romance literature as where dreams and wishes are fulfilled, because in these stories, the outcome is always positive, and it's the way you, as a reader, would like it to be. Additionally, the side containing tragedy and satire and irony would be classified as literature where anxiety and nightmares are present, which is where the outcomes are not as you'd want them to be. By using these simplistic methods, students are able to have a better understanding of the story types and what they represent in literature. fully aware that this is a lot to take in, but the good thing is, is that you can replay this explanation as many times as you want by simply downloading this podcast session. Moving forward, as important as it is to understand Fry's literary theory, it is also important to learn how to apply the literary theory by distinguishing the different story types in literature. Before I apply this literary theory to a short story, you will have to pause this podcast and read The Diamond Necklace by Guy de Maupassant. By reading this story, I would like you to determine what story type you think it classifies as in correspondence with Fry's literary theory. I hope you've taken a brief moment to read this short story and analyze the contents of the story to make a well-educated assumption of what story type the diamond necklace classifies as. Previous to the podcast, You may have assumed that this short story classifies as a comedy due to the laughable ending. However, the reality remains that this short story actually classifies as a tragedy. In The Diamond Necklace, the protagonist Mathilde Loisel is not happy with her current lifestyle as expressed in the beginning sentences. 
When invited to a fancy party, she does not want to go because she does not believe that she is suited to go to such a high scale party without the necessary garment and jewelry. She proceeds to borrow what seems to be an expensive diamond necklace from her friend Madame Forestier in hopes of returning it back after the party. After an amazing success at the party, by being the most elegant woman present, she decides to leave at twilight, which Maupassant states on page 4 is about 4 o'clock in the morning. You may be wondering why context was given to such a specific part in the short story, but trust me, it all makes sense. If we recollect the explanation earlier about the 24-hour cycle and its relation to the story type cycle, twilight, which is around 4 in the morning as stated by the author, represents tragedy, and this is not an accident. The author purposely stated the time to foreshadow the tragic event that was about to occur, which is when Mathilde loses the diamond necklace. This helps the reader understand the true story type through the time of day, which was cleverly stated by the author. Furthermore, as soon as Mathilde realizes that she lost the expensive diamond necklace, her husband searches for the necklace by retracing their steps leading up to their apartment door. He ends up coming home empty-handed, which results in him starting a frantic search for the necklace by going to the police station, to the newspaper to offer a reward, to the cab companies, everywhere that a ray of hope impelled him, which is what Maupassant stated on page 5. Throughout the whole day, Mathilde, which Maupassant said on page 6, waited all day long in the same state of bewilderment at this fearful catastrophe, as she could not believe what was happening to her. Earlier in this podcast, it was stated that it is possible to identify the story types by splitting the literary cycle into two sections. Anxiety and a sense of living in a nightmare is displayed through Mathilde's reaction in figuring out that she lost the so-called diamond necklace, as this is not what we would imagine happening and it's definitely not what we would want to happen. As you know now from earlier explanations, anxiety and the story not unfolding as we would like it to is representative of a tragedy. By providing such a clear description of Mathilde's reaction in figuring out that she lost the necklace, we are able to interpret that once again, the diamond necklace is truly a tragedy. Finally, in addition to the 24-hour cycle, we also cover the life cycle, which will also prove useful in explaining why the short story is a tragedy rather than a comedy. To pay off the cost of the lost diamond necklace, Mathilde and her husband, Monsieur Loisel, worked tirelessly for 10 years. It is stated that by the end of the 10 years, Madame Loisel looked old, which is what Maupassant wrote on page 7. This statement relates to the literary cycle if we interpret it through the life cycle. Earlier in this podcast, it was indicated that comedy in the life cycle would correspond to birth, while tragedy, which is the opposite story type of comedy, would correspond with old age and growth. As clearly stated in the diamond necklace, Mathilde had become old and there was no sign of birth anywhere to be seen in the short story. Hence, another moment where Maupassant hints to the reader that this short story is in fact a tragedy rather than a comedy. This sums up today's session about the literary theory called story type. We went through who Northrop Fry is, the different story types, how to identify them in literature, and a brief application to the diamond necklace by Guy de Maupassant. 
feel free to email us at nextstep.podcast at gmail.com if you have any recommendations about this topic session and how we can improve it. After all, this is a learning environment and we appreciate your input. We hope that you're now able to put your best foot forward and we'll see you next time on the Next Step Podcast.